You're listening to KMRO-FM, Kamarocho Radio. It's a Yakuza podcast hosted by me, Jordan, and with me as always is Argyle. Hello. We're back with Yakuza 2. Had to take a week off. Uh, Jordan, Jordan got the bone hurting vaccine. I had, I had, I had uh, arm hurting juice and I had carpal tunnel flare up happening. So it was just like I couldn't type. I couldn't exist. I was having a terrible time. I'm feeling much better this week. How have you been? I am doing pretty good. Well, I, you know, it's starting to warm up around here, so I'm wearing shorts uh, Ooh, now. Shorts weather. Just, yeah, just around the house, just because it's it's getting too warm. Uh, it's a it's a it's a brisk fifty degrees today and rainy in yeah, beautiful sunny. It's like seventy Arizona. something degrees right now. Um, could be better. Just um, the people working to fix our house for like ripping up the floors and shit they busted a pipe yesterday so we do not have water absolutely impossible to get water out of this house and they did not fix it today so we're not gonna uh. have water like tomorrow either oh oh Ooh. Uh, yeah thankfully Ugh. i uh whatever i just go to like my grandparents house if i need to take a shower so whatever that's good it. well let's get going on our yakuza chapter this week it's chapter three of yakuza 2 the yakuza hunters the yakuza eater is what i got yeah yeah whoa here she comes comes. she's a yakuza eater uh we're gonna meet a new yakuza character this week a controversial character question mark yeah controversial in my heart but yeah we'll see We'll we'll Um, see how we come out on her in the end. So since we've took a week off, let's just let's just like catch back up. Last week, Kiryu went. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Kiryu and Daigo uh, went to Sotombori, um, in in Osaka. Uh, Reminder: if you don't remember, that's where Majima's uh, Majima's chapters took place in uh, Yakuza Zero. Yeah, they're gonna meet with Jin Goda, the head of the Goda or the head of the Omi Alliance, to hopefully broker a peace deal between the families however uh while they were hanging out kiryu ran into uh ryuji goda uh at the cabaret grand ryuji is the head of a a a, an upstart uh go ryu clan uh and he's very large and he said hey i'm gonna kill the dragon of dojimon i'm also gonna make fireworks happen and then uh kiryu looks at a tv and the millennium tower exploded again for the second time in the past year ish that's the fireworks so that was uh, that was what happened. Yeah, that was what let's happened. go. Yeah, so we just kind of resume. We it, it's time to go to Omi headquarters. Uh, you and Daigo are just standing on the bridge. And yeah, Daigo is like Daigo's like, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, is there anything you need to do? Any health items you need to purchase before you go to? And I say yes. I have a sub story to do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could not find a single sub story. Uh, in I don't have the full city unlocked. I don't know if yeah. you can explore. Oh, so tomorrow. I do. I, I'm like barred from having any fun in this video Damn. game. Yeah, yeah I know. I've, I've got yeah, I've got the whole city unlocked. I've been walking around. I've been getting coin locker keys. Which did we ever talk about the coin lockers in Yakuza One? I always, I think I always make a note to to remember to talk about the coin lockers, and I always fucking forget because yeah, I I made a note this week to take note of several things. Um, one of them being the coin locker keys. So th- these were uh, these are a thing uh, like a kind of a series tradition from for like the first five games, and then they took them out in zero because the coin lockers yeah. didn't exist yet. 
Um, no, wait, the coin lockers did exist at that point. We know because of the time. Well, anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> canon reason. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They took the coin locker keys out as a collectible in Yakuza 0, but... In all, like, basically all the other games, these coin locker keys, uh, they're, they're just scattered around the city. Um, you find them on the ground, you find them up in rafters, you, you find them all over the place, and, like... And some of them are fucking nightmare-hidden. They're, oh, like, you yeah. have to go into first-person camera and, like, look up, and it'll yeah. be, like, on a on a ledge. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, so new to the Dragon Engine is, is that you can walk around in first-person mode, but that's always been a thing in these games, and at least since 3... Yeah, in three uh, you could go first person, but not walk. Yeah, you walk can't walk around, around and, and it, it just gives you like a, a box with a crosshair in it, and it is only used for finding coin locker keys. Basically, how uh, do you feel about first person camera in these games? Because I genuinely, when I played uh, Judgment, I loved walking around in first person. I just thought I it was so really, nice. I don't really do it. You know, I found I, it. I found I it very know. immersive to walk around the city, and it, and it gives you a good chance to kind of like look at the signs and look at all the look yeah. at all the sights and they. That's fair. Um, if I want to get a closer it, so. look at things, I usually just use the camera, which yeah. um, uh, after six, uh, six and all the games afterwards just give you like a, a free use of the, you get, a photo, you get a photo mode and you can do selfies and stuff. <coughs> well, this is Kiwami too. Does Kiryu have, what kind of phone does he have? In the, does he, is the menu on he a phone like, like in a six? Flip, <laughs> he just has like a flip phone. It's not a, it, yeah, the menu's not on a phone. It's just a pause ah, okay. menu. Um, Damn. He does get like emails on his phone. Yeah. But it, it's like a flip phone. It is not it's no smartphone. We have to wait till Yak is a sixth for Kiri to get his smartphone. Oh yeah, he will figure out what smartphones are. Uh <clears throat> Oh, coin lockers. Right. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Sorry. Uh So yeah, the, these things are just scattered all over the fucking place. You get them and then you can go to the coin lockers and open them up and you you just they just give you little goodies, so you'll get maybe See, weapons, healing items, this is, good gear. This is the thing, is that I never felt, I, because I, you know me, I'm a very much a purist in these games. I don't ever fuck around with, like, mm-hmm. the crafting systems that apparently exist yeah. that I always forget are in the yeah. game. Not until, not until 7, I guess. Um, I don't really use weapons, so basically I generally will go to the coin locker once or twice throughout the whole game. Yeah. Just get everything that I want and then send it all to the item box or sell it. But sometimes there's like good stuff in there. Yeah, I mean, uh, items. Th- in like three, four and five, those, yeah, those have a weapon crafting system. So a lot of it's going to be crafting items. But like in all the other games in like, you know, Kiwami one, two and six, I think they're in six. Um, It's just those don't have like a weapon crafting system so you're not gonna no. just it's not it's not polluted with crafting items so it's mostly just like decent weapons or well not necessarily decent they can just be like normal weapons uh yeah because i just got like a normal ass knife uh when i was doing shit this week uh healing items gear and some of it can be pretty good you know um like sometimes, sometimes there are things that you might really want in there like hey you may maybe you'll get a sakura storm if you find the right one but uh, I always also had a, a problem um, with my my colorblindness condition that uh, distinguishing which lockers are. Oh openable yeah, even I'm not even colorblind. I'm not even colorblind, and it can be kind of difficult. It's a very um, subtle shift in color which ones yeah, you can open. Yeah, especially in Kiwami too. It's just like it's the white outline around them changes to yeah. yellow outline. It's very and hard so to tell. Yeah, uh, and th- these are just fun little goodies. I, I don't usually like seek them out. Right? Like, I'll, like, if there's, like, a little nook that I can look in, I'll go there, but, like, I won't... I've never, like, looked up a guide or anything to find all of them or anything. Yeah, sometimes Uh, they're kind of, like, 
it's more like a fun little surprise to find a yeah it's like it's, like a, like, it's oh, like a little reward it's like dark souls I'll poke you around in the corner little, and you get a little this, item you know yes. um some of the yakuza games added some very interesting little nooks and crannies and like narrow passageways and staircases and all these things and that was kind of good that they added coin lo- like they put the coin locker keys there as like mm-hmm. a little little oh just thanks for poking around here's a key um, I really prefer in Yakuza 7 how they put just the safes instead. Yeah, the safes are nice. I like The safes those. are much better in my... Because it's it's basically... I, I was just It's basically the same this, thing, yeah. It's the same thing, but they, they instead of having one place where the instead coin lockers of, are, yeah. they just put the coin locker where... Instead of it being a double unlock, it's yeah. a single unlock. Exactly. Um, it's it's nice. Um, but, yeah, the coin locker is, is just kind of a series staple, so I don't ever mind... That it's yeah, in and in Yakuza 2, because there's two maps, there's two sets of coin lockers, yeah. two coin locker keys to get. So you've got a hundred whole lockers you can unlock. What the fuck yeah. happens to the coin lockers in Yakuza 5? <laughs> it's just like, every city has its own coin locker. Yeah, uh, it is, yeah. by the time Yakuza... Yakuza 4 has like two sets in Kamarocho. Because That's you right, have four, there's two... Because you have four characters to play as, and the, the, the ones that are open carry over, so they, they oh should have put God. in even more, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so what was the sub-story you did this week? Oh, I also want to talk about, uh, <laughs> the Soten Pori right. map a little bit. Oh, yeah, go, uh, go for it. Yeah, the, the, there has been one significant change between Kiwami 2 and, like, normal, like, regular 2 and 0. Um, there is a, a part of the map on the bottom right. It is, a uh, Bishimon Outdoor Mall. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's just, like, a little strip with, like, a couple stores on it. It's not that huge. But it has been, you can't go in there in Kiwami 2. I, I assume they just took it out due to, like, time constraints or something. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's just a little little area with some shops. And I understand that some people are, like, you know, kind of upset that they took out this part of the map. It, it's Have it, we ever talked about the bizarre, truly bizarre, um, addition to the Sotombori map. In Ki- There's a couple places in Kiwami 2, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, of, of just unused space, mm-hmm. or or areas that have things in them, but you can't... So so here's one. Um, if you go to Sotombori, I think it's on the south side of the city, you can go up some stairs, and there's just this really maze-like series of stairs and corridors and stuff, and if you follow the right way, you'll get to this rooftop area oh yeah where it looks yeah. like somebody lives and there's like a little soccer goal and everything there's a little soccer goal and also a music box playing joy to the world in a christmas tree and uh i sure spent a fuckload of time trying to kick that soccer ball into the goal th- thinking that surely i would get like a little achievement for or something yeah. or a trophy it absolutely does not do anything yeah um, i think they put like a mini boss like optional street boss up there i think i think it's a majima story boss that's up there maybe there's no Majima just, story boss up there. I know that much. Uh, Not a story well, one. It might be one of the street bosses that you can fight, but there's no nothing yeah. story wise happens up just there. And of, even in, uh, even in, uh, actually cut this out. I'm not gonna mention that Sotenbori shows up in Yakuza Seven. Forget it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's always just like, what are they doing with it? Why are they like modeling these areas and putting all this stuff in it? There's there's nothing here. No reason to go here. There's no items up here. Um, I mean, I, I mean, guess like it, you said, maybe they'll retrofit it eventually. Yeah, exactly. I think that I think that they just create these extra spaces because they know that they might reuse the maps in later games, mm-hmm. um, which I guess is kind of smart. So, uh, OK, so, sub story. 
Yeah, substory. I, I uh, it is just right nearby on the bridge, like just a few steps away from Daigo. You can find a guy, um, who's like, hey, hey, hey. His name is Mizuno, and he's like, hey, you, you handsome looking guy, you in the style and suit. Oh no, be, you want to be a model? <laughs> uh, this is, this is sub story number fifty six in the name of art. Um, oh god, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, hey, dude, do you, you want to be like a model? We need. Uh, the guy that we had lined up, he's, uh, under the weather today, we can't get him, and we, we just really need somebody, like, handsome, big, buff, strong, to, to model for us, you know, our- Powerful voice, powerful arms. Yeah. The art director, famous, genius, like, really well known in the art world, uh, but he, he needs, he needs a muse, and he loves to take photos of buff guys like you. Oh All my right. god, and he lo- and the other thing he loves is he loves watching videos of guys in trouble. Oh yeah, he he loves pictures of guys with their feet off stomping on each other's faces. You're going to do a little watch, bit of that. He's going to watch you fight. He he's going to summon forth a clone of you and he's going to make you fight yourself mm-hmm. barefoot and also um in, you're going to stomp on your own face. Yes. Yes. Uh yeah, so just just come with me. Come with me and we'll we'll uh we'll, we'll uh, Kiryu agrees. He's like, okay, fine. Um, it's content. Yeah, it's content. I'll get paid. Whatever. Um, you go and you just go to like a office building, just one of the many, one of many, the many off- blank the fucking empty, office buildings. Yeah, substory office buildings that are just like, like you rent them for the day to make content happen at Kiryu. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like on any given week, this is either like a scam business is being run out of this, or like uh, somebody a psychic is, a cult is a cult is inhabited. Yeah, this somebody somebody is about to be murdered here. A dominatrix here. has set up a BDSM club in yeah. there. Yeah, businesses don't last long in these office buildings, but no. uh, they produce content like nothing else. So just a content factory. Uh, so yeah, you you show up. Uh, and the guy's like, okay, I'm gonna go. The The art director should be here any minute. So he, he goes, some other guy comes up and he's like, okay, yeah, you're ready to go? Um, the, here's, here, I'm not the art director. Here is the art director. And, uh, the, the camera pans over and it's just a, a big jacked buff guy, uh, wearing nothing but a Speedo. Uh-oh. He's bald as well. And Kiryu uh, turns and walks away. Uh, This is a very... I do love um, when I do love when Kiryu sees something and he's just not he's just not willing to engage with this and he's just like nope. Yeah, <laughs> but he it's... always he always chases the content. That's one thing you got to know about Kiryu. Yeah, I'm conflicted on if I I like this moment or not because it feels very standard. Like just they're just like the obvious joke. Like nope, I'm out of here. Bye. I'm yeah. gonna walk out. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's kind of funny. Even if uh, I think it's even funnier that he walks away from the door, probably. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. He needs to take a second. He, what he needs to do, this is the thing for Kiryu, is he needs to take about seven steps to just, like, to just absorb the content, and then he has to, you know, he has he's to symbolically... get in the right mindset. Mm-hmm, and he's got to symbolically refuse once. He say, I'm not going to be a part of this. 
because that's his way of sort of psyching himself up to then uh, participate in whatever wacky shit gets thrown his way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so yeah, he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do this with this clown. What? What? Who is this? And it's like, no, this is this is Poison Mitsuo. He is a genius legend in the in the photography world. You, you work with this guy, you're you're going places, bud. Um, and plus, hey, you'll get paid. And Kiryu's like, mm, uh, uh, it's content, I guess. It's content. You got it. If it's content, he's got to do it. That's yeah. the thing about Kiryu. Yeah. So, uh, first things first. Take that shirt off, bud. And those shoes. <laughs> and then step on. Step yeah. on me. Step on me and I'll take... Get I'll in take, trouble, Kiryu. I'll take pictures of the bottoms of your feet. Um, Just step on the camera lens a little bit. Just smudge it up with your toes. Take some... Take some foot pics, Kiryu. Yeah, 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 alright. No, you don't actually take your shoes off. Um, but you do take your shirt off. And first, first, uh, just start with something simple. I want you to embody the, the pain, the anguish of a salary man. He, who has to work all day and be strong for his family. Uh, and has a sensitive side, but is not allowed to show it. And Kiryu's like, uh, I don't... I don't know how to do that. Can you just, can you give, give me some more direction? Uh, and Poison Mitsuo is just like, oh, okay, fine. Just do like a, like a thinker pose. How about that? Uh, Kiryu just, he squats down, does a thinking pose. <laughs> Looks like he's trying to shit. He, um, he, he makes a sort of a thoughtful yet smug look while he stands next to a, to some, some balloons that he's attached to a wall. Kiryu would never. Uh, yes, yes, of <laughs> course. <laughs> it took me a second. All right, Kiryu. Now your next pose. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna put you next to these balloons, and they're gonna say, "Fuck sending nudes." I want her to send me her psych evaluation, and I want you to make a smug face as I take your picture. Kiryu's yeah. Like, Fuck. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Give me a little more ennui, Kiryu. And Kiryu's like, I. I what? I don't know what that word means. Do you mean like like this? Uh, just he doesn't change anything, but it, you know the subtleties of a sub story acting. You know he changes yeah. something and it does the job. So so now we're, we're gonna move on to themes, right? Uh, Poison Mitsuo is gonna give us a theme, and you're gonna get a choice of what you want to do to embody that theme. Two po- two poses you can strike. Which, so what are for, my options? <laughs> so first up is, uh, the, the theme is strength, right? So okay. what you can do is you can either throw out your arms and scream to the sky, or you can get down and pose like a, a tiger about to pounce. Ooh, yes. Gotta do tiger, like, like, come on. Okay, so you get down on your hands and knees and you look like a fucking idiot. Uh, no, you, yeah, you, not when, you, not Kiryu. He would never. Yeah, he looks he, really cool when he does it. You you look like a little kid pretending to be a cat. Damn it! Uh, you look like a moron. No, Damn it. What, so no matter what you pick, you're always it doesn't really matter. You're always going to get to pick the right choice in the end. Uh, so there's no like tiers of rewards on this one. Uh, so 
he poison Mitchell was like, eh, that's not that good. How about you? How about you try the other one, bud? And yeah, so you you, you stretch out your arms, you scream to the sky, and Kiryu manifests his heat aura doing this too. <laughs> so particle effects are flying everywhere because uh, we're in the dragon engine, and that's what heat does now. Um, and Poison Mitsuo, he's really into this. He's like, yeah, yeah, this rules. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join in too. And he also uh, stretches out his arms. Does and he manifest heat? He does not manifest heat. No, uh, he, he, he's, he, yeah, he's not a Yakuza legend. He can't do it. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He, he can't do a tech demo. Um, oh, like Kiryu can. Oh yeah. Uh, Kiryu is conjuring. He Kiryu is so advanced that he's he's fucking skipped over to PS5 with those particle mm. effects. Oh he's yeah. Got a, he's he's tracing those rays. Yeah. Kiryu's about to pass through a narrow alleyway so he to mask some loading times. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you're both you're both just sitting there screaming for like a full minute. What uh, is better than this though? Guys being dudes. Yeah, guys that's being what I'm dudes. Saying. Yeah, just two dudes with their shirts off screaming at each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a pretty good weekend to me. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is great. He takes some pictures of you. You're, you're doing you're doing pretty good. So next up, he he wants you to embody like the antithesis of like manly men and like strength and all that uh so your your options are i actually don't remember both of the options because this is pretty obvious um there there is a a option to pose like a cute maid okay of course okay you see the option do you want kiryu to pose like a cute maid and you say you've already clicked it you don't even have to yeah i've I've already clicked it yeah kiryu he says, mm, I love you, master. Mwah. He does a little heart. Yeah, he does a heart with glow- his hands. And it glows, too. The yeah, heart. it glows. He, does- he manifests a little crystal heart in his hands. <laughs> How does he do it? How does he do it? Um, and, and yeah, Poison Mitsuo losing his mind. He's We're like, all losing our minds. Yeah, he like throws himself you. on the floor. He's rolling around, taking pictures. He's loving it. Uh, Just great. Kiryu, you... you you embody just what it, you know. You're manly, but you're also being like very cute and charming at the same you are time. Being very wow. cute, Kiryu. So uh, Kiryu's like, okay, well, that was a little degrading, but whatever. Uh, let's move on to the next one. I don't actually remember what the theme for this one is. I should have taken more notes. Um, but this is well, like, what's the what's the pose? Maybe we can reverse. Oh, I, I remember. I remember what it is. Sexy. Ah, okay. He wants sexy. you to look sexy. Yes. Oh, uh-oh. So your options here are: Do you want to pose like, do like a big like flex, like you know? Yeah. Or do you want to do like a sumo pose? Ooh. What well, do you want to do, Jordan? I think, <laughs> I think, I think sumo is a noble uh, a tradition. So I would love to see Kiryu do a sumo pose. Okay, yeah. Sumo yeah, Kiryu does the sumo pose. This is what I picked the first time. Uh and yeah, he, he just gets down in that little that stance they do before they go at each other. Love and, that fucking stance. And Poison says, "Um Is that a sumo pose, dude?" That's sexy. He's like, "Yeah, dude, sumo's really sexy." They they're like just two big guys going at each other, slapping each other in the face and pushing each other around. Come on. <laughs> guys in trouble. <laughs> What's better than those, this? They're wearing those, the fundoshi and everything? Come on. Yeah. Kiryu's not wearing a fundoshi, but... No. Nah. He looks very It's good. kind of wild that in the entire 
in the entire history of Yakuza, there's never been a sub-story, as far as I can tell, where Kiryu puts on a fundoshi and does some sumo. It seems, like, so obvious. Or, like, even some of the other characters that we get to play as in later games. Yeah, yeah. It seems you, so obvious. There are sumo wrestlers that show up. But... Yeah, absolutely. We get to meet we get to meet some sumos, and I think even fight some sumos, but... Oh, yeah. To, you never get to actually do any sumo wrestling. Just disappointing, because Yakuza yeah, has so, such strong... Yeah, it kind of seems like there would be, like, a minigame or such, something. Yakuza like... has such strong roots in wrestling in all of its combat encounters. Like, yeah. It's wild that we don't get to do sumo. Maybe one day. Yeah. Oh, there is, yeah, there is, like, kind of a... There is a move in, like, Kiwami and Zero in Dragon Style, Essence of Sumo Slap, that's pretty fun, where you just... That's true. You rush at a guy and just smack him around a little bit. That's, yeah. that's great. Um, yeah, you, the sumo pose is not correct. You want to do flexing. It's just classic, like, muscle man, like, you know, flex, just, like, flexing your arms, doing, like, the, the poses and shit. And yeah, Poison is, he's into it again, he's rolling around again, he's loving it. Um, and at the end of it, you, they're like, yeah, Kiryu, that was, that was fucking great, dude. You're, you're just a fantastic model. I can't wait to get these pictures developed, and then we'll send them off, and they'll, they'll be in a competition. And Kiryu's like, whoa, 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 hold oh. on, hold on, hold on. You Good. didn't say anything about, like, a competition. Well, what did, wait, what did Kiryu think was gonna happen? I'm really confused about this because it's like, like of course you're like what it, did Kiryu think that if you're modeling was, like your pictures are going to be displayed like publicly yeah. like I, I don't know what you expect. Um, so it being in a competition doesn't seem that different from it like being in a magazine. In a magazine, or yeah, yeah, yeah. But in any case, Kiryu's like, oh, hold on, I didn't agree to that. Uh, uh just. Like, get, give me, delete those pictures right now. I, I don't want, I don't want that happening. And uh, Poison's like, no. What are you talking about? I, I, what, what did you expect? Like, come on, I'm a legend. You can't, you can't turn me down. And he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll have to force you to delete the pictures. Uh, so you fight them. Yeah, yeah, you fight Poison Mitsuo and his two, like, got his two little goons. Uh, I actually died to this. What? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm, I'm on hard mode and I haven't got like any upgrades yet. I've been putting all of my experience into EXP boosters. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I don't have any moves. I don't have any like oh, even shit. defense or health upgrades. So oh, I'm, I'm kind of getting my ass handed to me a little bit. Uh, we'll get to that more later in the chapter because I really got thrown around by the by the boss of this chapter. Um, Yeah, Poison Mitsuo, he killed me. and I had to retry the boss fight. That's canonical. Uh, so, Kiryu actually yeah. <laughs> dies when he when he gets killed by Poison Mitsuo. Yeah, uh, I do want to talk for a second. What, like, the one more thing that we have forgotten to fucking talk about is uh, mm -hmm. the fight theme for Sotenbori. Oh my god, I was just thinking about that when I was playing today. How do we not edit this in? Okay, hold on. Little impromptu yeah. slappers only. Listen to the- hey, hey, folks. Listen to this bullshit. Fucking good. It's so fucking good. It's Who yeah. It's called. Al that's, 
It is it's so called good. Outlaws Lullaby, and it's it's, it's in, like it's in the original too, and it's exactly yeah. as far as I can tell, exactly the same. It is so. I think I think good. they maybe like add some guitar to uh, the one in Kiwami too. Like it is a little bit different, but it, it is mostly the same. Like they didn't remix it that much, uh, which like I yeah they didn't really need to. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it, it's it's a fucking banger of a track, just like really jazzy. Like, uh, I think I think this is like hands down the best fight theme in the in the series, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think this is uh one that everybody loves, and for good reason. Uh, and they yeah they didn't fuck it up for Kiwami too. It's so good. It's just like I. It's uh, just I like didn't, it's, it's I didn't know about this track before Kiwami two came out. No, it was, it was like getting slapped in the face, like because I'm used to like EDM type tracks whenever I'm especially for i think in the dragon engine kiwami 2 especially this works so well because this is the song that plays as you're like kicking people into glass like they're kicking people through windows and like throwing people, people downstairs just, yeah like there's all this physics like craziness happening as this wild fucking trumpet music was pl- blasting at you it's so good yeah it's just it, awesome it's, yeah just fantastic um i'm wondering why they chose this is like osaka like a does it have like a big jazz scene or like big band i don't know i mean i mean i think it works really well for osaka or for like sotenbori because i mean there's it's kind of got that the cabaret grand there it's yeah it's uh it's a a, where uh where kamarocho you know is based off of kabukicho which is like a red light district this is like the sort of it's like a restaurant district, yeah. Yeah, it's like the restaurant tourism district. So mm. I don't know. It has it has a much different vibe to Kamarocho, and I think the music really works for it. It's very jazzy. Yeah, and I, I I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean the the series does just have like a lot of jazzy tracks, and I always love it when they do that. Um, yeah, it is more of an EDM focus usually, but uh, it also does have like a surprising amount of jazz tracks that you could yeah. uh, probably make a good playlist out of if you wanted to. I should do sadly that. no. Uh, no jazzy karaoke stuff, as far as I can remember. Yeah, not really a, not really a genre that that gets touched uh, by the karaoke. Um, are you ready to uh, travel to the uh, Omi HQ? Oh, uh, let me finish the sub story. Oh, right. We we didn't. We just, yeah. You're right. <laughs> you beat up. You beat up Poison Mitsuo and his boys, and they're like, "Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Boy, Please don't beat me strong. up anymore." And Kiryu's like, "Look." It's fine if you want to, like, have artistic expression and freedom of art and all that, but, like, if you trick your, you know, your models into, like, doing this, are th- is it really free? Like, is, are the models free in that case? You're not giving yeah. them any agency. Uh, and he's like, I'm not mad that you wanted to put it in a, in a contest. I'm just mad that you didn't tell me first. Uh, and the... the I, I always like the, this... This is something that Kiryu does in a lot of side stories where he's just like, I'm not even mad about, like, the weird stuff that you do. I'm just no, mad that you didn't... he's mad that, that you got you, tricked. That, yeah, that you forced it on me. That you didn't give me the choice to participate in it. Um, there's another pretty famous sub-story that we'll be getting to where that's essentially the same, like, lesson that is learned yeah. at the end of it. Uh, and, and it's... So, yeah, they're like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I get what you're saying. Uh, and Kiryu's like, okay, just... Uh, I, I don't remember if he agrees to have them put it in contest or not at the end of it, but uh, in any case, uh, Poison Mitsuo is like, okay, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm I'm gonna like reform my ways and like learn properly, like how to make people like in happy with my art. 
uh, and, and, you know, when that day comes, would you, like, be willing to work with me again, Kiryu? And Kiryu says, yeah, sure, I'd love to. Uh, and, yeah, they, they, they shake hands, and th- th- that's the end of the sub-story, and you get... I don't remember what you get. <laughs> Just a second, I think I've got the tab open. You get a the... sense of pride and accomplishment. Uh, you get... Oh, you get a conservative cell phone. It's just a little armor item you can wear. It's not that great. Uh, No. Yeah, this is like a beginning of the game sub story. Yeah. Yeah, so then, yeah, you go back to the bridge and tell Daigo, okay, I'm ready to go to Omi HQ now. (laughs) So, uh, let's go to Omi HQ. uh, But first, well, we get, we get, uh, we we talk to Daigo a little bit. Uh, Daigo, uh, Kiri tells Daigo to call his mom, (laughs) which is really funny. He's like, call your mom. Tell her, uh, oh, specifically to make sure you never call your mother anymore. You never call your mother, Daigo. Uh, you gotta check in to see if Kashiwaki exploded. You never check to see if Kashiwaki exploded anymore. Daigo, Um, when are you gonna give me some grandbabies? Come on. (laughs) We have not gotten to Daigo's children. Maybe we'll get that eventually in the series. Oh, yeah. Daigo Daigo has a little Daigo Daigo of his own. Aww. And he'll, he'll be he'll like be a much better dad. He'll be named uh, he'll be named Kiryu Nishiki Dojima, which is as a name is deeply <laughs> yeah. deeply disrespectful. <laughs> you're named after the three most bravest. You're named men after your your name is uh your name is Kiryu Sohei Dojima Jr. Yeah, <laughs> named after <laughs> my two favorite people. Um, so then we get uh, a new character. It's a it's a what if yeah meanwhile elsewhere in osaka yeah there's this like yakuza sleazebag boss dude and uh and uh a uh woman in a detective's outfit but not like a fucking uh date detective's outfit she's wearing like a much more reasonable like a like a blazer and a shirt Mm -hmm. underneath and not like a like she uh, she went to fucking party city to she went to spirit halloween costume she got a hundred thousand dollars for a hundred retweets and picked up a trench coat for her detective mm-hmm. cosplay. Uh, but this is Kaoru Sayama, the lead. Uh, the lead. What's it? What's a Osaka four? Prefectural Police Detective Division Four? Four. So organized she's organized crime. crime and yeah, she's, she's the, she is like the head detective in Division. She's four. like putting the screws to this yakuza boss, where she's like, she's like, he's. I saw you st- threatening the civilian. You were banging your fist on the table. Uh, you know, you. I could take you in for this, and the the boss is like, oh, don't. I, I didn't bang my fist on the table. Come on, it was just, it was just a little tap, just a little like bum, like on the table. Come on. Yeah, I, I do love, I do love when he goes, bum. Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, uh, she then says, like, I don't give a shit about your B list house or any of the bullshit that you're, uh, that you're getting up to. She takes uh like one of those wooden katanas off the wall and smashes mm-hmm. the like. I think that I think that what these are is like the family name written yeah, the in family calligraphy. Yeah, and she smashes the frame it's in and then basically just like has everyone in the building arrested for tax evasion. Um and uh listen. And also and also for resisting arrest once the, the guy tries to like oh, yeah. shake off the cops. I do like a cool lady swinging a big wooden sword. Losing points for being a cop. Girl boss. We don't we don't like we, we don't get like our second girl boss of the game. Yeah, we got a we got two girl bosses per game, and the best part is is that we meet both of them, and the first thing they do is pull out a sword <laughs> and yeah. start swinging. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know they're girl boss. Yeah, I'm not complaining. 
I mean, uh, it could be. I mean, let's let's just put it this way: Reyna never pulled out a sword. Yumi never pulled out a sword. Reyna did pull out a gun off screen. Reyna, oh, she did pull out a gun on screen. And in all fair, you Yumi had that fairness. Yumi had that bomb. Yumi, <laughs> what if Sayama pulled out a big cartoon bomb? Yeah, the big a cannonball with a wick in it. Yeah. Um. So this is our intro to Sayama. She's gonna be a big character in the story, obviously. Uh, yeah, back this is at, this, yeah. This crime boss, he doesn't matter. This is just no. to introduce Sayama and like yeah. show. Wow, she's, she's a the Yakuza lady eater. cop. Yeah. Um. So she's back at police HQ. There's this other cop that we meet. Um. He's kind of like a purple shirted party boy cop. Uh, his name is Sutomo Besho. Uh, Besho, Osaka Prefectural Police Division Four. Police I, Chief I remember kind of liking this guy when I played Kiwami 2 for the first time, but I think I mainly just like it. Once again, every time a, a a detective in this game is not wearing Date's stupid trench coat and is wearing, like, a purple flowy shirt, I'm just, like, much better. Um, yeah. Um, one thing about this guy, in Kiwami yeah. 2, he sounds like he recorded his lines over the fucking phone. <laughs> uh, just does not... I... I would encourage you to like uh, refresh yourself on on the, what this guy sounds like. At least in Kumami too. I don't know what he sounds like in the original game, but like, hi everybody, uh, just asleep. That's not that's not far off. Yeah, this guy's audio quality is really weird, and I I don't know what the deal is. Um, but he probably will put this episode, and Cyrix will be like, yeah, that guy died after the original that guy game. Died, and they, and they had to, to they had to take his audio up they just had to record uh, uh the game as it was playing uh so he's on the phone with uh with suda wudo um yeah and he's just like wait, wait is that who he's on the phone with yeah oh yeah absolutely 100 okay i, I didn't, um, I, didn't I mean i'm assuming he's on, he's on the he's on the phone with a guy who is from tokyo someone PD. from tokyo PD, and he yeah. and he's, uh, you gotta babysit kiryu you gotta oh, babysit uh, yeah, no, I think really, I think he's know, talking he's, this. He's as stupid as me. He's got the toilet plunger stuck on his head all three days a week. And he's, uh, he's... I, I, uh, listen, Besho, I've been stuck in the the children's park toilet for the past three days, and I need some toilet paper. Nobody's got me some, not in yeah, town. Kiri's not in town. I can't get pocket tissues anymore. Oh man, <laughs> I can't even. Sudo won't come over in the helicopter to airdrop me some. I'm stuck. So Kiryu is, uh, so, so Sudo, I'm assuming, is telling Besho, uh, to basically, uh, keep an eye on Kiryu. Uh, Sayama shows up and, uh, and, uh, oh, also, uh, Sudo says Not even just keep an eye on him, they want to put him in protective custody. They want to put him in protective custody, and if, uh, because Because if if he fucking dies on Omi Turf, that's, uh, that's it. It's gonna be a big war. Uh, Sayama, uh, Besho is basically tells Sayama about this task, and she says, I'll do it. It's my big chance. I want to show off to the Tokyo police and show how cool Osakan cops are. We're much better than Tokyo cops. Uh, and also, I'm going to then follow Kiryu back to Kanto. And, like, yeah. I don't know what she plans on doing when she gets there, but... Yeah, the two of them have some kind of incense, like reason they want to investigate in Kamarocho in Tokyo. Uh and they 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 see Kiryu as an excuse to do that as they're in, because um, if they put him into custody and he has to go back to Tokyo, then they get to investigate around. Uh, what are they? <laughs> they're just trying to fucking do. I mean, I guess we we see throughout the series just how corrupt Tokyo police are. Uh, so 
I mean, who fucking knows? Uh, Sayama basically says this is her big break, and uh, and uh, I promise I am not doing this for any personal reasons. Yeah, no, it's not, not because all. of that that beef that I had with the Tojo Clan years back. I'm over it. Don't worry. No, it's I'm good. good. It's it's all I've got. I've got my heart in the right place. Listen, and then Besha's like, "All right, whatever you say. Get, get that you got the job." Yeah. Uh. So meanwhile, back at Omi HQ. Uh, we're just hanging out outside the gate. OBHQ is so fucking cool looking. Dude. It's so fucking cool. I love it. I love the big entryway that's like, it's like kind of round. It's not, it's got the big Omi crest on the ground. Uh, it's more modern looking than Tojo HQ. Yeah, that's the thing. So Tojo, uh, Tojo HQ is like a very traditional looking building to me. Meanwhile, Omi HQ is a lot more modern uh, than, than Tojo. And I think it is, like, a pretty recent uh, development. Like, they mentioned that it's been constructed, like, based on, like, the trying to keep, like, be as confusing as possible. And it's also, like, the floor out, the floor layout is, like, based on, like, the family crest or something. Like, the Goryeo It sure is a confusing building like to that. navigate, that's for fucking sure. Yeah. Um, this is when, uh... uh we, we do get a, we do get c- confirmation that, uh, the, while the Cosmo office is destroyed... Uh, Kashiwagi's okay. He's doing he's okay. great. All of his legs, all of his, uh, legs and arms are broken, but he's doing fine. We then, uh, <laughs> we can then get to see them do the, we get to see all the Toja, or the, uh, Omi Alliance members do the wave. They yes. get to do the Yakuza wave. In, 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 uh, the, the original game, do you get to just walk up and down and have oh, them you welcome know. you over and over? They'll, ba- they'll bow. They won't bow. I, it's not as smooth as it is in, uh, in Kiwami 2. But uh, yes, they do love yeah, to. I, uh, I was walking do... around for like five minutes right here. Just... It is very satisfying. Do you think yeah. they get annoyed as you keep doing that? Do you think yes. that they're like their their legs get really tired bowing yes. back and forth and back and forth, and they're just like, please go inside, please, please. Uh, so yeah, you you go inside. You, you go into the. You, you just. You Do get we a explain bit what we're talking about? As as Kiryu walks by the, the there's two rows of of yakuza. On either side of Kiryu, and as he walks by, they bow to him. Um, yeah, and if and you walk up and down the rows, they'll just keep bowing. It's really fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, because you, you, it's not just a cutscene when you're walking in. You actually get control while you're doing this, while you're walking through HQ. Yeah, it's um, it's cool. You get to walk through Omi HQ and see all the. You get to see a big chandelier that won't matter later. Uh, the the chandelier. To- I want to. I want to just make point this out. Yeah. Uh, they changed the chandelier in Kiwami too. It is now. It's it, 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 it's like a more traditional Japanese like. Uh, it's more of a Japanese style chandelier in the original game, and they've changed it to like a European uh, chandelier. In yeah, Kiwami it is too. a very different looking chandelier in, in my yeah, game. And they actually point that out. Uh, the, <laughs> you can look at the chandelier and Kiryu's like, that's a little weird to be in like a Japanese building, isn't it? And a guy nearby is like, yeah, well, Chairman Goda, he, he got it like special imported from Europe. It's a really like expensive chandelier. And I, <laughs> I think he don't. got it from like, I think he got it from like a. They say you got it from, like, a friend in Europe or something. Please don't break it, Kiryu's, Kiryu Han. Please. Please. Kiryu's like, I would, never play, I would never break your beautiful chandelier. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Um, you walk past hallway after hallway of closed gates and maze-like garbage. And uh, you go up, 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 up. The fu- oh, there's also uh, Jin Goda has his own special elevator that he gets to take and you can't go in there. Yeah. Um, uh, mainly because the... Uh, Omi HQ is very accessible, I guess, but only to one guy because there's not a ramp in sight. Jin Goda's in a wheelchair, um, and he has his own elevator. But if there was anyone else in in a wheelchair, 
then they're shit out of luck in OVHQ. Mm-hmm. Though, uh, I guess Tojo Clan HQ is has no elevators, so even less accessible. Well, yeah, they've never had a chairman with a with a wheelchair before, so they haven't yeah. had to deal with that. Surely, surely one Yakuza has, has, has needed to not be able to take the stairs at some point in the history of the organization. I'm just saying, I'm just saying Master that this, Master uh, had like a cane. He, he got shot in the leg and couldn't really, Kazuma this, uh, too. Yeah, that's true. The chairman's, chairman Masaru Sera walks with a cane and so does Kazuma. This is violating the YDA, the Yakuza with Disabilities Act. Yeah. Um, so we reach a room with an ornate telephone and an item box, so you know that a boss fight's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> before anything goes wrong, so. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you another thing that I have to complain about OmiHQ, because outside, beautiful building, um, obviously, looks really nice, very modern, very professional, uh, but we get into the, like, meeting room, where we meet Jingoda and the rest of the, uh, Omi Brass, and, uh, no chairs, no chairs at all. You got to sit no on the chairs. floor. And this just it's the uh, like traditional like tatami mats and the paper yep. paper walls like the paper doors. Uh, no yeah. chairs for these for these yakuza. They are sitting on the floor. Yeah, I do I love... dig it. I like that it's a different <coughs> like it is just entirely different from. Can Tokyo you just imagine how awful it would be to have like you know you have these long yakuza meetings and you just have to sit on the floor the whole time. You can't <laughs> lean back in your chair. You can't. You're no uh. cushioning. Lay down, maybe. Yeah, you can't lay down, and they just fucking shoot you for being disrespectful. Well, speaking of disrespectful, we got it. So, like, Kiryu is is kneeling very politely. You know, he's 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 Daigo's just sitting. He's he's just like a punk. (laughs) Daigo fucking brought a chair. He's doing. Yeah, he's he's got. He's sitting like he's sitting like a Skyrim Jarl on the floor. I mean, he's doing like the sit that you do in Dark Souls when you're at a bonfire. Yeah, he's Uh, sitting at the bonfire. Yeah. He's re- he's refilled his Estus. He's ready to go against the uh, Ryuji right here, right now. He's got so 10 we Estus. meet. We meet. Um, there's a moment in this chapter where, uh, first of all, Jin, Jin Goda, uh, like is is a uh, you know brought in. He's Jin uh, Goda, fifth chairman of the Omi Alliance. He's fucking ancient. He's, he's got, got some big, wicked fucking eyebrows. Uh, he's, he's he's pretty fucking cool, and he's got like a huge. He's got like a long beard, and he's wearing like robes. Uh, he's wearing he's wearing Kazuma style sweatpants, looking great. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has all of his guys with him, and there's a horrifying moment where I'm scared that they're going to introduce every single one of them by name. <laughs> all, yeah, there's like eight dudes here. Well, there's we all eight get dudes, introduced, they're like, all lined up, and he, and he starts to introduce them, and he's, and the first guy, uh, is the chief director, and he says, I'm Ryo Takashima. Um, a patriarch and, of the Takashima family, an Omi Alliance subsidiary. And, and I'm like, please also- no, please no, please don't do this to me. <laughs> this guy he's a major character um yeah they should what they should have done here's what they should have done is they should have introduced all of them and then there should have been a part in the next scene where you have to remember their names as a as a as (laughs) As a matter of etiquette oh yeah great uh you you get quizzed and if you do it wrong you get a game over um yeah takashima he is also head of omi hq and he uh, used to have he has the job that Terada had, and he was also yeah. Terada's Kyodai, his his sworn yeah. brother. So he's a little miffed about the fact that Terada got killed. And then Daigo is like, uh, excuse Bullshit. me. It uh it seems to me, um, I'm very intelligent, by the way, my name is Daigo, and it seems to me that if you're so pissed about Terada, then uh why did you kill him? And uh and then Takashima's like, uh, we 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 didn't. Yeah, the chairman Goda did not order that. Um and, 
And then we meet my favorite character besides Ryuji. I fucking, yeah, I fucking love this guy this so dude much. Rules. He's, do you wanna, do you he's such him? a fucking drama. He's a messy bitch who lives for drama. So yeah. he, this dude uh, like stands up. He's wearing like a big goofy fucking Yakuza Zero suit. He's got a, a giant fan that he's just fanning himself with. He throws mm-hmm. it at, at uh, Daigo. This is uh, Torinosuke Sengoku. The patriarch of the Sengoku family. I fucking love this asshole. He's such yeah. a piece of shit. He's so rude. I I cannot get enough of this guy. Yeah, we're we're, we're gonna get more reasons for loving him. But yeah, th- this is this dude. He has got cash and he knows how to spend it. He's wearing a golden suit. He's just like <laughs> he's got a leopard print tie. tie. He's yeah. He is out of control. Sengoku. I Big fucking pimpin'. love him. He's incredible. Tennis player. Like <laughs> we love this guy. He's like uh, he's like trying to one up Awano basically, and he yeah. succeeds. He's he's living it up, and his uh, uh, yeah. his like jaw must be tired from how much he like chews the scenery. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna break some teeth, dude. Um, <laughs> and he's just like, he's just like throws his fan at fucking Daigo, and he's he's just like uh, he's just like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? And then and then uh, Jingoda speaks up and he says uh you know we're very very sorry about what happened to Tirada. we didn't we didn't want this to happen we didn't ask for it and then sengoku's like are you apologizing yeah come on don't That's apologize we, for anything yeah, look, it ruled it was, that we killed Tirada. He, was, he was one of ours he was a traitor you yeah that it's great that we killed him he deserved it and he's just and, and jin goda's just like come on dude shut up dude, shut up, shut up. Uh, uh, like, this guy is uh, so rude. I can't believe that he's doing this to his fucking boss. And, um, yeah, and Jingo is like trying to apologize, and Daigo's not buying it. For, no. To his credit, he's like, "Fuck you!" Like, did you like last just a year ago? Weren't you trying to ally with Jingu to like oh take over Kamarocho yeah. and like with the get the ten billion? Like, so and, so Goda explains. Uh, he he says like, uh, "Listen, it's true that." Um, that we did that, and it's also true that some of our guys killed Tarada, but, like, I had nothing to do with it, none of my officers did. And then Takashima informs Kiryu and Daigo that, um, this is hard for Jin Goda, because, um, the person who is doing all this this nonsense is, uh, is his, his uh, son, Jin, yeah. uh, Ryuji. Ryuji. Uh, which, and then I, I look, I say, Ryuji Goda! Oh! oh! Um... And and when he says uh, when he says it was an act of the because they say like Jingu specifically, okay we gotta we gotta talk about this real quick. So last game, um, Terada arrives at the Millennium Tower with with some Omi goons right to to help fight Jingu. Jingu then says, "Owned. I actually was working with the Omi the whole time. Owned." Mm-hmm. This is like the greatest, this is the greatest deception. I am now fusing the political powers of Japan with Japan's largest Yakuza family. I will be unstoppable, yes? Yeah. Uh, what he didn't realize is that the person that he was, uh, like, fucking collaborating with was one guy from not one even, family. Not even, like, a, not even, like, a direct subsidiary of, <laughs> He just like, met Omi with HQ. the largest man he could find, and Ryuji was <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I speak for- I'm- <laughs> He went to Osaka and just looked for the biggest, whitest man he could find. You must like, be you? in charge of the Omi Alliance, yeah. yes? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> like, what was going to happen when Jingu, like, fucking called the Omi in? Would he, would, like, Jingu calls, 
you know, he, he calls who he believes is the leader of the Omi, and he's like, all right, I need to mobilize, send all of your guys, and then, like, 30 dudes show up, like... <laughs> Uh, he's. I think. I think Ryuji just basically scammed Jingu, which kind of rules. Yeah, it does kind of rule. Um, Sengoku is like just he's fed up with all this shit at this point. Like he gets up and just leaves. He just leaves. He's like hey, he sucks hey, so bad. Hey, if, if you want some money to buy incense for Tarada's funeral, you know, just give me a call. You know, I, I hear the whole clan was falling falling apart over a measly ten billion yen. <laughs> Come on, pathetic. Bye. Uh, <laughs> cringe. He, he walks out. Your fucking cringe family, your cringe clan. I'm leaving. Uh, and this is where we learn that uh, Goda explains to Kiryu after Sengoku leaves. He's like, look, uh, the Omi Alliance is 120 families and it's 35,000 men. Uh, and it's it's at this point, it is too big to control for me. Yeah, there's a lot of young blood that are like getting like They're getting really upstarts. angry. And they're not listening to, like, the more experienced people. It's just, it's too big and unwieldy, and I I can't keep control over all of it anymore. People uh, like Sengoku and my son are they're starting to make moves, and I can't, I can't do anything about it. And it was, it would have been great. Uh, losing Terada was, like, horrible, because he was kind of steering the Tojo in a good direction, and he also kind of bridged the East and West. So, like, they need to basically rebalance the families. Yeah. to uh to keep a giant war from happening yeah. um which c- can we like talk about how good of a deal this is for the tojo clan like they yeah. were fucking stomped Gota last is, game yeah like they're the they're like on their hands and knees like please 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 we just need like a peace offering we don't we just we don't want any trouble please and jin goda's like yeah sure we'll, be we'll give you partners. 50 he says 50 50 truce 50 50 truce like, what the f- like, and I also love, like, when Kiryu comes here at the beginning of the game, uh, Yayoi and the rest of the, the Tojo clan are like, if you go to fucking Omi HQ, they're going to kill you. And then Kiryu goes to Omi HQ, Jin Goda's like, yeah, um, actually, we were going to ask you for a truce, and also we're going to give you a bunch of, of muscle. Yeah, also, and- we're, yeah, we're going to help you redevelop and, like, give you a bunch of money and, uh, This help. is like, <laughs> this is like, I, I don't know, this is, it's really funny to me. The idea that, like, the Tojo clan's biggest nightmare was this this old man who's very helpful. <laughs> yeah, just a nice old man. Just like, a nice, yeah, this nice very polite old man who's like, yeah, come on, come in. I, yeah, what, you want, you want like, 20,000 guys? You want some, some cars full of guns? Yeah, we'll give that to you. It's fine. We want to balance east and west. We don't want a war. Yeah, I hear Kashiwagi's truck got blown up in the, oh, you know, the bombing yesterday. We can I'll get send Kashiwagi a get well soon card for his for his explosion wounds. Yeah, we can give him five new trucks loaded with boys. He'll he'll love it. And then he's um, like, uh, he's like, uh, we'll we'll summon acting chairwoman Yayoi Dojima to uh, to broker this. Uh, oh, Kiryu says that he says he's gonna send yeah. for for Yayoi, and uh, then Jin is like, no, 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 no. Look, you were yeah, so polite no. to make the trip up here. I'll go down to <laughs> so fucking nice yeah. to Kiryu. I love it. Yeah, look, I'll go down the I'll go down the Kanto. We'll see the we'll see meet the, up at uh, Tojo HQ and we'll, we'll we can go to that gelato up. spot that you always talk about. Oh uh, like, yeah, the Camaro Gelateria. We can go to NY Hot Dog. I've always wanted to go I've there. Always wanted to, I've heard you've never even been, Kiryu. We'll go together. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Kiryu's like, Kiryu's like, this is excellent. This is the best day of my life. Nothing could ever ruin this moment. This is, and this then Ryuji walks in with a big fucking sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> where you're just like, oh, well, hold on, hold on. Don't you think you're going a little too far? Dan, this is, um, Dan sent yeah. us an image. I, yeah, Dan made a, a wonderful image for us. I want to also give credit to Andy for uh, coming up with the idea for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Dan actualized it, made it into a reality. It's but, beautiful. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's the, it's the, the myth the fucking, of consent. It's the consent image, and it's like, it's like, uh, <laughs> aren't you forgetting to ask someone? And it's Jin Goda and Kiri saying, "I consent, I consent," and then, <laughs> and then Ryuchi says, "I object." Yeah, I don't. It's, it's I don't beautiful. consent. It's beautiful. Uh, he's he's got a big sword. He's wearing his big beautiful coat. Oh, I love the fucking he's so, coat. He's so fucking cool and he's like he's like and It's like this big long coat with like black furry fringes oh and my it, god. It looks, and he's got a big ooh. sword. This guy. And of course like now we have Ryuji and Sengoku, like these two fucking larger than life dudes. I love them. Yeah. Um he's he's like uh Tojo and Omi in a truce. That even that ain't eighty twenty. Fifty fifty. Yeah, that ain't eighty yeah. twenty. More like ninety ten. Yeah, owned. ridiculous. Uh, um, and, and Daigo's like, "Oh, you're here. Uh, time for, you remember me, bitch." And Ryuji's like, "No, what? Who? No, I, I love that. Yeah, Ryuji has no fucking clue who this guy is." Um, <coughs> Daigo's like, "You set me up. I, my name is Daigo Dojima. I'm gonna kick your ass." And then he goes to fight, and uh, Ryuji just walks up to him and stabs him non-lethally. He's fine. And then he's yeah, just he just like, he just like pokes him in the tummy with his sword hilt, and just like Daigo goes down. <laughs> and he's just like, "Take a nap or something. I can't do this." And then and then he's just like, "All right, I'm doing a coup. Like, like, sorry." Um, his goons come in. They all have guns. They start pointing him at the. Uh, at the the Omi brass, they wheel um, Jin Goda out of the room into uh, a special elevator. Yeah, into his elevator, uh, and Ryuji tells Kiryu like, uh, "We can't. My plans require us to not make peace with the Tojo Clan. I want a big war to happen, and I want to kill you. So let's let's fight." Yeah, and then you uh, don't get to fight. Unfortunately, yeah, you don't fight Ryuji right now. Um, you you fight a bunch of goons, uh, and, and then once you're done fighting the goons. Uh, Daigo finally gets back up off the floor. It is uh, good. Like, it is good after you beat up the goons that, that Ryuji, uh, I believe for the second time since we met him, just starts clapping. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he's into it again. He's like, yeah, he's so yeah, good. you're even, I love you're him. even tougher than I thought you were. Holy shit, this is great. <laughs> this rules. <laughs> and Daigo's like, come on, round two. Yeah, he come does, on. he does rock him one. And, uh, and he actually manages to get Ryuji to, to fall over, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, he, he knocks him on his ass. Like, Daigo's uh, the real deal. That's the thing about yeah. Daigo. He's not just uh, some, some, you know, not some, some little dude. He's, he's, got, he's got some muscle. So he's, he's going to keep Ryuji occupied while you go rescue Jingoda. Um, so yeah, you fight your way out of uh, Omi HQ. And while you're hanging out in this little room, like, because uh, you're on the, out, like, the outside of the, the, the big uh, paper paper wall you can watch them kind of kind of walking around yeah they're they're, yeah they're like circling around each other it's cool they're not actually fighting yet um (laughs) they're having this moment they're having this moment together i'm I'm gonna fucking beat shit out of you and then daigo's like yeah dude i'm gonna fucking kill you and then ryuji's like oh you want to die i'll 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 take you to hell i'll (laughs) take you on i'll do it right now i've got a sword come on i'll take you on the express path to hell right now i'll fucking kill you what what are you gonna do with that big sword you better kill me one shot come (laughs) on they're just and also there's a bunch of uh go ryu uh uh, Yakuza, they're just surrounding them, like, come on, fucking kill each other, kill each yeah, other! Yeah, come on, come on, fight, 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 yeah, dude, come dude, on! You're fucking so big, you think you're so fucking big? Yeah, I'll fucking kick your ass. Um, <laughs> and then Kiryu's just like, alright, whatever. 
All right, later. I thought I was going to get some some content. I got I got I got a question for you as we move into this long battle, Argyle. Couch guys or gun guys? Couch guys versus gun guys. The battle rages on. Have we well, talked I think about the couch? Do, like, do, who do I think would win in a fight? <laughs> I was who, saying which, which ones do, you prefer, do I prefer but... to fight? I prefer gun guys every time. Yeah. Uh, have we talked about couch guys on this podcast yet? I don't think we've talked about couch guys. So this is a much like coin locker keys, fucking uh, com- going to Camarocho and side content. Every single Yakuza game, except for seven, including Judgment, uh, which is not a Yakuza game, it's a spinoff, have the worst enemies in the world, which are these yeah. large... They only large appear during men. long battles. They're large men, and they are holding a couch. They yeah. stand in front of doorways, you can't get past them, they're like, they're, they have a hitbox, like a... Yeah, a they're big... tactically wide. <laughs> tactically wide boys, and they're ca- holding a couch... And they do a lot of damage, and they can block with the couch, and you can only hit them, like, once or twice before they do a big swing. And then sometimes you have to fight two of them at once also, which sucks. And they are everywhere, and I hate them. What is the situation... Like, so so these are Ryuji's guys. These are not regular Omen guys. These are Ryuji's guys. Mm -hmm. Did he instruct them, all right, here's the deal. If Kiryu tries to get through here, you pick up that couch and you start swinging. And we're in, like, these empty hallways, so they had to bring the couch from another part of HQ. Like, they had to carry yeah. it over with them. Yeah, they, they just, they've just got couches readily available in Omi HQ. They pop up out of the floor if you need one. Um, yeah, they're... Uh, yeah, these are always frustrating. There are cert- some of the games... I don't know if Kiwami 2 has it, but a lot of them have a, a couch counter action which is pretty much explicitly for these dudes why are they in the uh, game why are they in the game they're just they're not fun i it almost feels like they're masking loading times or something but you but just they, walked they, in here all the way yeah, like fine so that doesn't make any sense it's, it's like just it's like, like it's they're just to slow things down yeah it's just to be really annoying they're not they fun to fight in, they could throw in like five extra goons and it would be like maybe similar difficulty but way more fun you know there's like, also uh there's also uh some fucking uh knife guys here which is a new kind of enemy oh uh, throwing knife guys Those yeah have been around before well i don't think i've seen them in yakuza one um, oh they were in kiwami one at least oh uh, maybe uh very annoying honestly just scrap all of them Gun guys, uh, knife guys, and fucking couch guys. Get rid of them. There's no fun. There's nothing yeah, fun just, about they're just time wasters. Gun guys, at least, like, they'll drop the gun, and you can use that for a little bit. Like, you'll get a few shots out of it. But, do, you know uh, that, uh, do you know that in this game, the face-stomping heat move that's, like, kind of one of the central damage dealers in the game is just called, like, Essence of Finishing or something? That's in, like, every game. Yeah, yeah I like, know. It's called that in Kiwami 2 as well. It's just a terrible no, name. It's called... Yeah, essence of finishing. Just call it, it's it like, always been called that. It's called like essence of head stomp or something. Essence yeah, of face stomping. Know. It's a finisher move. Yeah, it's one of them. Uh, one of them. So yeah, I I I always love in this game when you in these games when you when you walk through a big building so you know that you're gonna fight through it later because there's no other reason they would model all the interiors. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- this long battle has one of the highest concentrations of couch guys in the, in maybe yeah. the entire series. And it is especially Horrific. frustrating because I, I can't do counters on them. No, my, my attacks bounce off of them. Just even if they're, they're don't, it's horrendous. They don't, they don't even like block. 
right? They just stand there and they're... No, 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 they can block with the couches. Yeah, well, they're not even, like, doing a block animation. They're just standing there and, like, ambiently, like, my attacks do have the effect of if, as if they were blocked. And the couches, have off. A, the couches have a huge range, so you have to hit them once and then like, yeah. quick step backwards to avoid getting hit. It's just horrible. I hate I these to, tactically to, like, large couch men. I had to, like, I used up, like, all of my weapons that I had on me just, like, getting, like, using an attack on them backing off attacking them backing off and it still took like years this, to do it is this the kansai style you know in like uh you know in like crusader kings or or some kind of strategy game you know you do, you sort of prioritize certain units i don't play many mm-hmm. strategy games but maybe in the in the kansai style of yakuza they really heavily prioritize couch guys um we haven't talked about majima everywhere uh, majima construction yet but maybe uh it was planned that you could just use couch guys in your in your battles. God, if you could use couch guys in the Majima construction mode, you'd be unbeatable. It's disappointing that they aren't in Yakuza Seven, just because I think it would have been funny. Yeah, they're such a series staple that it. Yeah, you know, they should have just like made a be. joke about it. Like it would just be called like, like uh, I don't know, Couch Warrior or something, yeah, Couch Defender a, or something, yeah, just Cushion. Like... I don't know, uh, but. I, don't, I fucking hate couch guys. They suck. They're in yeah, every they're game and they suck so much. <laughs> yeah, they're just not fun to fight. Can uh, we talk about something that is fun in this? In this uh, in yeah, this did we talk battle? for ten minutes about couch guys? Look, we have to. We have to let this. You know, we're we're series veterans at this point. We need to let. We need to get it off our chest about how much we hate couch guys. We're allowed to yeah. do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, yeah. What's fun, Jordan? Um, well, that chandelier, huh? That chandelier? You saw that conspicuous chandelier, and if you didn't think the Curie was gonna crash it down on some people's heads, um, what I really love about, <laughs> about Kiryu chandelier taught MP4 is, yeah. uh, is, um, it's the part where Dobby shows up, but also the part where Kiryu, <laughs> as, as he's, uh, as he's, like, cause, cause he jumps up on the chandelier, and then yeah. he knocks it down with his bare fists, and it takes, like, yeah. four button-mashing prompts to knock it down. So as yeah. Kiryu is, like, swinging from the chandelier here, from the chandelier here, uh, he's just, like, punching it, and the guys under it are like, No! Kiryu, no, stop no, it! They're, yeah, they're shooting up through the chandelier and missing him somehow. They, yeah, they did change this in Kiwami 2 pretty drastically, where instead of standing on top of it and punching the chain to make it fall down... Uh, he is he is swinging from it, and like kind of like spinning like swinging around and avoiding their their bullets, and then eventually does a flying punch on one of the guys, and then the chandelier just falls down on top of the other four guys. I gotta which... say, this is another instance of Kiryu Kazuma has never killed anyone. An entire chandelier falling from the ceiling on you is not going to be great for your body. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Look, a big glass and metal object <coughs> falling on top of you. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Uh. I do like that you can theoretically not do this and just fight the guys normally. Yeah, because you, you walk up and you get a button prompt to do it. Yeah, and, and of like, course, you, if you I'm playing a video game... walk down the stairs. If I get a contextual button press near a chandelier in a video game, you know I'm going to press it. Yeah. Um, but that completes pretty much... Well, oddly enough, you, you walk outside and then there's like one tiny last group of enemies. Yeah. But that's the end of the long battle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know that, that conspicuously large open, uh, space that we walked in through? It seems like a perfect place to, to fight a boss, huh? 
Yeah. Uh, so we walk out and oh, there's Ryuji. Here he is. He's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah. Daigo, Daigo is fucking Daigo. dead. He's been he's lying dead on the pavement. Not really. Um, kind of a surprise that R- uh, Ryuji let Daigo live. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he he looks at Kiryu and, and also let him walk all the way out here to show off to Kiryu that he's been gotten the shit beat out of him and just to talk about how tough Ryuji is to Kiryu. Jin Goda is also here, and he's just like, I'm so sorry for my... He can't even call him a fail son, because there's no nothing fail about Ryuji. Ryuji's a win son. Yeah. yeah. He's, just, he's just, are you winning, son? And he says, not in the way you'd like me to be. Um, but then <laughs> uh, Ryuji's just like, Tojo, Omi, I see no difference. <laughs> love is love! <laughs> um... And then and that's when he like picks up Daigo by his face and it's just like I brought this for you. <laughs> Did you drop this? <laughs> like, this you, is yours. You be careful, Ryuji's a fucking tank, is what he says. Yeah, I do love uh, I do love that Daigo is just like, dude, <laughs> watch out, this is gonna be bad. He's got a lot of HP. He's got four whole health he's, bars, Kiryu. You gotta he's got be four careful. whole health bars, but only in Argyle's game. It's not that bad in Jordan's game. Yeah, it's not yeah, it's not that bad in the original game. Um And, and Kiryu's like, okay, yeah, just take Take Jin Gota, take the chairman, and go to Kamarocho. Get out of here. Um, Daigo protests, of course, but whatever. He leaves eventually. Uh, And yeah, it's time to end it right here, right now. This is the final boss. This is Ryuji. Yeah, if Um, you beat Ryuji here, you win. (laughs) The game ends. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, you fight Ryuji. What's Ryuji like for you? Uh, Easy. I I felt almost a little embarrassed for him by how quickly he went down in this game. Um, yeah, well, I, I said it is, earlier. I had a pretty fucking hard time with Ryuji. Yeah, this is the, the, he got the Mister. He got the Shimano treatment in Kiwami too, because in Kiwami one, Shimano He's got was, so or, much health. Yeah, in Yakuza one, uh, Shimano is a pushover, and then in Kiwami, he comes at the end of a long battle. Battle, and he's a fucking giant. I mean, he's just Mister Shakedown, uh, which is not an easy enemy to fight. Um, yeah, again, three? chapter three, the the chapter three bosses in both of the Kiwami games, they have just massively buffed. And because it's, like, early on and you don't have any upgrades, it's, like, you don't really have anything to get around that. Yeah, they I was have a, a million health points. And... I was a little disappointed by this fight, honestly. Because, yeah, I remember it in Kiwami 2. It's, like, the game is, once again, just, like, hey, uh, this guy fucking is, is very strong and very dangerous. And uh, you better be careful because he is going to crush you. You can... Th- I grabbed and threw Ryuji. That's not right. Kira, you well, can't I mean, throw I did it... Go- I- you can do that in Kiwami too, as well. I, I actually think that might have been but, how I beat the fight because it's, but, it's a he's throwable and throwing is like the dominant strategy in Dragon Engine games. Well, the thing funny. is, in Kiwami too, he can just roll out of it; it doesn't do any damage. Right, to him, you right, can't right. throw him. Um, uh, he, so. he he also loves to block. Oh, he can heal himself in in. Yakuza he doesn't too. really block. It's just that he doesn't like he doesn't flinch much. No, yeah, uh, he's got he's got very hard, high points. Yeah, it's really hard to stun him. He's wearing ha- Havel's armor. Yeah, he's, he's wearing. He's wearing giant. On. He's not. He's not giant dad. He's giant son. <laughs> he's wearing the mask of the sun and the giant armor, uh, and he's he's got a million poise points, and he's he's ninja rolling around. And if he hits you, he'll like probably launch you like God, thirty feet across really, the arena. He really kicks your ass when he hits you. Yeah, uh, he, he's got he's got like a like probably the best way to punish him is to wait for him to he has like a a running grab attack he can do that's pretty easy to dodge yeah and you can just get around behind him and get get some hits on him but like 
nothing you do is going to knock this dude down. He is, unlike Chumbawamba, he does not get knocked down. He, he does not get he knocked down. He doesn't have to get up again because he doesn't get knocked You're down. You're never going to knock him down. Yeah. Uh, just really, really tough. I had to, I had to use like four toughness XXs, which are like a full heal for me at this point. Yeah. Absolutely uh, brutal fight. And in my game, I, yeah. I got hit by him once. And uh, wow. he went down. He had one health bar, and he went down like a little little bitch. Um, Goodness! But after you knock him over, he's just like, "Ah, Kiryu, this ain't over." And Kiryu, I love this where he's just like, "You know, Daigo is stronger than than you thought. This fight wasn't fair because Daigo loose. He's he is absolutely protecting Daigo's ego this here. Is, this is a real Goku moment. Where I know like, he uh... is. He is literally just trying to make Daigo feel better in this moment. Like, <laughs> oh, Daigo- I more mean that he's like, oh. Oh, this wasn't a fair fight because you weren't at your full strength. No, Daigo. absolutely not. And also, I, I still also think that he he just didn't want Daigo to be a sad. Uh, da- yeah, Daigo's not even here, but he's still trying to like pump him up, yeah. pump up his little boy. My boy, my boy, Daigo, my son, who's like eight years younger than me. He, you know, he's much stronger than you think. I'll fight you when you have full health. Well, when you have eight health bars instead of instead of four. And Ryuji's like, no, fuck you. The game is going to end here. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you right uh, here, right now. And there's no amount of cops that's going to be able to stop me. <laughs> uh, except for, like, uh, I don't know, maybe ten cop cars. There are so many it. cop cars. And there's also a cop bus. <laughs> a cop bus? It's just an entire bus for the cops, I guess. Yeah, maybe that's sure. how the cops get home. Uh, they literally <laughs> just show up and start arresting all the couch guys. Uh, they they dig up all the bodies under the chandelier, throw them in the bus. Um, Sayama sees Kiryu, and he says, "And she says, uh, oh, there's the guy I'm supposed to arrest. He's wearing an iconic yep. suit.' Yep, that's him. She arrests him for us. I know that they're just trying to get him into protective custody, but she arrests him for assault, and I don't understand yeah. who he assaulted. <laughs> You're under arrest on five million accounts of assault. Yeah, like like uh, like if you're gonna give a bullshit charge to Kiryu, just arrest him for like." Like, fucking, I don't know, just being too cool. <laughs> You're under arrest for dad crimes. You're under arrest yeah. for uh, seemingly, like, taking care of a child that doesn't belong to you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That she, <laughs> she shows she, up, she shows up, and she says, uh, Kiryu, weeping on your trail. One year ago, a poor college student was killed in a restaurant, and it was your fault. Oh and you're under arrest for you're under arrest for for manslaughter. Do you know what you've done, Kiryu? You here killed that, a kid. That, here is that college student's family. Do you can you say that you're sorry to them? Do you even remember that guy? You'll apologize to that Chinese restaurant waiter when you get sent to hell where you belong, Kiryu. You're going on death row. Kiryu, you can you believe what's wrong with you you sicko i can't wait for uh, i can't wait to, for date to be like i'm busting you out of here Kiryu. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm resigning from the force again and getting you out of jail and then the next chapter he's back on the cop with the cops uh he cannot help himself that date um but uh, that's anyways it. yeah Say- sayama slaps the cuffs on you and th- that's the end of the chapter look Kiryu just got arrested by the yakuza eater what's gonna wow it's sad that they don't call her that in the chapter. Like, I was disappointed that no one actually calls her the Akaza Eater or or even the Akaza Huntress. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Maybe maybe they'll say it at some point in the game. We also we failed to mention that Ryuji escapes. He like jumps over a hedge or something. I didn't even think. I I never even really think about like where he goes. But yeah, he does just kind of like Homer Simpson, uh, 
speedrun clip his way through some hedges. <laughs> yeah. He builds up speed for 12 hours and he bounces off a scuttlebug. Yeah, he does a backwards long jump into a, you know, a parallel universe. Yahoo! Yahoo! An Omi HQ where the cops aren't there. You know, if anyone um, was going to BLJ, it would definitely be Majima. Because Majima, when he is in Breaker style, he goes, Yahoo! Yeah! Yahoo! Yahoo! Yeah, I could see Majima doing a backwards long jump, definitely. I could see Majima backwards long jumping up the stairs to skip all the stars. Yeah, how, yeah, how are you going to get up the, you know, Shimano's endless stairs, Majima? What are you going to do? <laughs> Majima, your punishment. You got to work in the Cabaret Grand and gather 100 golden coins to pass my evil test. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Right, uh, uh, Shimano here. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the end of the chapter. Um, this is a good one. I like I like meeting yeah. Sengoku, one of my other favorite villains in the series. Uh, yeah, I forgot about how good Sengoku. Sengoku is, really. Oh, never mind. I I almost said something that I shouldn't say about Sengoku. Yeah, don't 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 spoil Sengoku, please. Yeah, he's incredible. Um, next week we have. Uh, because our podcast is the uh, is an endless endless reference to Dark Souls, we can't help it. Uh, next chapter is chapter four, the Four Kings of Omi. So we'll get that King Soul. Yeah, Let's get yeah, through that big shit. door. We're going we're going to New Londo, baby. We're gonna drain the water. We're gonna join the Dark Race. <laughs> New Londo is just where the fucking purgatory uh, underground fighting ring is. And in, in, what was it called in uh, uh, in uh, Sotenbori? I can't remember. Oh fuck! What was it called? Um... It's not Purgatory. Colosseum. Fuck. The Bed of Sticks. The Bed bed of Sticks. sticks. That's right. That's just New Londo. (laughs) Yeah, that's New Londo, baby. Um, Hey. I'm going to fight some ghosts. Let's answer answer our question for the week. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Dan Dan sent us a good question. If you have a question, you can send them to uh, Kamarocha Radio, at Kamarocha Radio on Twitter. Make a post every week. And that's where you're going to ask our questions that we read on the show. And Dan asks us, which HQ do you prefer, Tojo or Omi? Argyle, go. Tojo or Omi? Uh, I like the big gardens that Tojo HQ has. But yeah, Omi is pretty nice. Um, I think I'm going to go with Tojo, though. I can't, I can't, I can't get past the stairs, or the chairs. The stairs? <laughs> I can't get past the chairs. I need a good chair. Uh, yeah, you, you want those big cushy chairs. And those, those chairs look you. fucking comfortable, is the they thing. They do look pretty comfortable. You, like, could, you could do a nice, nice deep sit in those. Yeah, you could, once again, if you can sit like the Jarls of Skyrim in a chair, that is a good chair. And you could absolutely mm-hmm. sit like that in one of those, in the, one of those Tojo cushy chairs. Oh, baby. Other, yeah. other things I like about it, yeah, the big gardens, big bonus for me. Um, I'm sure Omi HQ, it probably has gardens too, but we don't explore it enough to... To see those. The thing about Omi uh, HQ is that like half of it looks like a mall that's been closed, like a rundown strip mall that yeah. all the stores are shuttered. <laughs> You're not wrong. Like I don't understand. Yeah. It, like half of it, we didn't really talk about it, but half of it is just like maze-like concrete hallways with these like shuttered metal gates. Like yeah. like I don't know what happened to the Wetzel's pretzels and the fucking uh, the Auntie Anne's. You can get the yeah, Dippin' Dots. The fucking yeah. The fucking. Uh, the American Eagle is out of business. You're going, yeah, Aeropostale is. This is literally like, like the my childhood mall looks like looks like Omi HQ now because everything in there is <laughs> it just constantly going out of business it, it, just at all times. The Sears that they haven't gotten rid of the sign, like you can still see the outline of you the can Sears sign. Get some sign. pretty good weapons out of a Spencer's gifts. 
Yeah. <laughs> my God. Imagine, imagine the heat actions you could do. That's just Saints Row, is what you're describing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Tojo played all the way. Honestly, Tojo, Tojo HQ, great place for a funeral. A fist. <laughs> Yeah, great place for a funeral. <laughs> Remember when Yakuza Zero? Battle. Remember when Yakuza Zero, where uh, where uh, fucking Tachibana takes Kiryu to Omi HQ to meet with the the acting chairman, and then on your way out, they just say, "We're testing you to see if you're epic." Yeah, we're testing. And we're gonna make you fight your way you out. We're testing you to here see for... if we uh, made this uh, Tojo HQ model right because yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna use this in Kiwami, so we we just might as well use it while we uh, while we have it. Uh, Tojo all the way to me. Mm-hmm. that's our one question thank you dan and thank you very much for the great image i'll post it uh maybe that'll be maybe that'll be the episode art for uh for this week yeah 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 definitely i think um, that'd be great thank you all very much for listening to another episode of kamarocha radio you can find us at uh at kamarocha radio on twitter and all of our episodes are available at yakuzapod.com you can find me on yes. twitter at Bradipus Rex, and you can listen to my two other podcasts one of them is called slappers only it's about video game music um, we did an episode about Yakuza Karaoke one time, and it was very fun. Yeah, the song that yeah. won is I not mean, a song that we will encounter for a very long time. Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna be years. Um, and then you can also listen to Kylix Y, a show that I do with my brother about Kylix Y. Yeah, yeah. We we love the man of Kyle. The boy I love of Kyle. Kyle. Uh, where can we find you, Argyle? You can find me on Twitter at Argyle underscore Funk. You can also listen to pod of greed my Yu-Gi-Oh podcast that's p-o-d of greed we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh gx uh we recently had an episode with a friend of the show gigalithic who did the art for kyle xy and also went out of their way to make some special art just for this episode for us because there's a big titty vampire lady that everybody loved giga is just the best Truly. Yeah, they they made some wonderful, wonderful art for us. That, I'm gonna see uh, if we can get Giga on this podcast at some point. Yeah, they... is, does Giga like Yakuza? I don't, I don't know. know. I'd I'd love to have Giga on anyways. They're a treat to talk to. Truly. Um, so yeah, go check that out. Uh, so, good show. Giga GX, pretty. Fucking I'm hearing good. I'm hearing nothing but good things about your coverage of GX. Oh, Max in particular, like, really loves GX. Like, he already is, like, uh, fully on board, like, likes it more than Dual Monsters, Fuck which yeah. I don't know if I'd go that far, Ooh. but, like, it is it is really fucking good. One um, thing you gotta know about Max is that, is that he is, he is entirely, he is entirely set on his takes. So whenever he, whenever he gets a take, he's gonna, he's gonna fucking stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um... So that's those are those are our podcasts, and you can find so many more on our hosting network at uh, noisepace.xyz. Uh, we are graciously hosted by the Canadian podcast overlord Matt Matt of Tremampoline. Yes. Uh, thank you, Matt, for letting yes. us mooch off your Mr. GameCube himself, Mr. GameCube himself. Uh, and you can find lots of other great shows on Noise Space, such as Live Free Twi Hard. Robot hosted. Uh, yeah, Live Free Twi Hard. Uh, speaking of Max, Wow Cool Robot. Sonic uh, Shuffle. I'm I'm actually going to be a co-host on Wow Cool Robot in like a month Ooh. or so. Uh, for the next season. Fuck on, yeah. Not the not the next season. Season after next on G Gundam. I love uh, how Wow Cool Robot has a has sort of a rotating host list. Yeah, yeah, because there's a bunch of different uh, Gundam series for a bunch of different types of people, and yeah. I'm the type of person who likes G Gundam. For so me and uh, also Pot of Greed host Audrey are going to be on. Oh fuck on yeah. That 
Uh, you can listen uh, to, oh, check out Zero to Zero about yeah, the I was, horrible I was gonna sci-fi, say that as well, sci-fi as reality show about wants to be a superhero. Uh, they are doing uh, coverage of the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut. I'm excited yes. as hell for that. Uh, I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be really horrible. Um, many, many shows, lots of content. Get, 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 give them a listen. They're all really great. Yeah. Um, what else? We, we, we've been trying to think if there's anything else we say on this. I, I my, my brain's going blank. Hey, recommend us to a friend if you like Yakuza and they like Yakuza. And maybe recommend our podcast. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know on Kylex why my brother is obsessed with asking people for Apple iTunes reviews and I never understand <laughs> why he cares, but. We've gotten like, we've. We've been doing Kamara, uh, not Pot of Greed, for like two years, and we've gotten like four of them, and I one of them is from from Max. So I don't even you know. think that I I genuinely don't even know how many people use Apple Podcasts. So I, I've I've never I understood the appeal. We're not on Apple Podcasts, are we? I don't. I I think we might be, but I don't know. It's such a pain in the ass to submit to iTunes. I'm not gonna fucking do it. Truly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's all of a. Uh, that's all for this week, I think. Next uh, week, chapter four, the four kings of the Omi. Going to fucking New Londo. Gonna swing our yeah, big baby. swords at the ghosts. I'm excited. I'm loving it. I'm loving Yakuza too. Hasn't gotten to the weird parts yet. It'll get there soon, and then we'll maybe mm. uh, reassess how we feel about this game. We'll see. Um, thank you all very much for listening. See you next week, and as always, Kiwami means extreme. Kiwami means extreme. Two. Two. Yeah, I can't